Hello and welcome to the Green Sunrise Podcast. If you're looking for a fun, upbeat place to hang out, well, you pick the right place. So pull up a chair, relax, and listen. Maybe meet some new people. You might even learn a thing or two about life. But watch out, or you just might get hit with some vegan sticks. And now, the host of the Green Sunrise Podcast, here is Paul Charlie Boy Quinn. No way. Here he comes. Andrew James Scott. Andrew James Scott, welcome to Green Sunrise, mate. Episode 41. Oh, sorry, my thing was off. Doesn't matter. Episode 41. Is it 41? Are you 42? What episode are you? Who cares? Right, Andrew, we're going to discuss farting noises in this podcast. Are you happy with that? Oh, I'm beyond happy, I. <laughs> Tell me what's been happening, mate. Tell me something. Tell me something new. Uh, in the last few days, not a lot interesting. Uh, I was out for a few hours on Friday. I was out for an hour or two of the day, and that was it. Apart from that, I've just been drawn. Drawn what? What are you drawn, mate? Just people I know. You're just drawing people you know. So who was the... So you drew two pictures, and you sent me two pictures there, right? Who were the pictures that you sent me? One you do not actually know, but one you, you you probably don't know either. But you know is you know her brother, right? Okay, who's her brother? Whose brother? Um, Stephen's brother. Stephen's sister. Sorry. Ah, right. Okay, fair news. No, it's Lisa. Ah, right. Okay. So that's what you're doing. You're drawing pictures of people. Yeah. Tell me something. What do you do, mate? What is it you're doing? Um. Talking to you. What are you doing in life, brother? Before we go on about me and uh, Scotland, what do you do in life? What do I do in life? I, I live, uh, I breathe, I exist, I walk, I <laughs> talk, um, I eat. Tell, tell me a story, man. Why, why did you join Men Matter Scotland? Let's make it about them. Well, that certainly make it a bit more like structured, but no, on, honestly, um, um, the reason I joined Met and Matter Scotland was probably because um, th- there's been a good few points in my life where I thought, no, the way I'm getting treated by other folk is like no right, you know, and I've I, I really hate seeing this because it feels like I'm playing the victim, you know, but a lot of times. Uh, I've really not liked it, but I've always felt like I've had to deal with it myself, you know. And uh, there's been lots of times in my life uh, where, like, uh, I thought, like, I was doing a new course here, new course there, doing something completely different with completely different people. And it always goes back to fucking, you know, I'm, I'm always this butter jokes and I'm always the one that's always getting bullied, you know. And I'm always made to feel like a social outcast by everybody, you know. I've mm-hmm. honestly felt like that a good few times in my life. Um, 
And uh, honestly, I can kind of see how people would be perplexed by one or two things I do or say, but like sometimes I usually try and be like, you know, totally, uh, totally kind of like neutral in general, you know, I don't know. Um, but I, I don't know. Uh, I've, I've given it a lot of thought, uh, but I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like my dad. I'm, 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 I'm like my dad in a way that I'm a very loving guy, but I'm a wee bit, I'm, I'm a wee bit nutty with the patter, you know, because he had a weird sense of humour as well. He, he, he would think fart noises were funny as well, but uh, he was a real loving guy, and uh, he, he showed me a lot of love when he was around when we spent time together, you know. And since then, for about ten years after that, uh, I always felt. You know, it was like a total contrast. Ten years after he died, uh, it was total contrast. It was like because um, he he showed me so much love, you know. And after that, it was like so much hate. It just felt like I was like constantly getting picked on and fucking being made fun of, you know. And, and it wasn't until probably I started talking about the drum and I actually met like um, Lisa, uh, Lisa, Lisa, and all that, you know. That it started like all that that started to calm down, and it hardly happens anymore, you know. So I don't know. I find it all, but but the other the other reason I'm attending Ben Matter is just to become a better version of myself, you know. So I can like control my temper. Um, I don't. I, c I can look at life in different perspectives. It gives me a focus and structure to do what I can do. It gives me a clear picture rather than dwelling and shite in the past um and also just to become a bit more healthy in the brain you know and also to lose a wee bit of weight and you know yeah. you know just 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 become better in general i think sorry, sorry if i've went on a wee bit but no that's what i want i need you i need you to do that i need you to go on that's what fills a podcast my man that's what that's what gets people to understand who you are do you know what i mean we ask personal questions and God, man, it's like some people are scared to open up to that. But I think when people are scared to open up, you know what's going to happen. Andy, mate, you know what's going to happen. People are going to build that stuff up and it's going to affect them. You're aye, open. Aye. I like that. So aye. you're obviously no, you miss. No, I was only going to, I was only going to say, I, I agreed with your point, Paul. Where it's good to open up, you know, because, you know, it's, that that's happened to me a few times where like events have happened and that's kind of I was kind of like dwelling that a wee bit like and when I was last talking but like it's been a few times it's actually in the drum this has happened you know that events have happened but like no event actually happened like because like the thing is like the thing the, the thing people are accusing me of doing they weren't even there and I was there and I know what mm. happened and nothing happened so what you were saying there about talking about stuff and you know i i get that because you're 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 you saying talk is a good thing is more good like just like so you can become a better person but it resolves mm -hmm. things but talking about things just doesn't resolve bad things bad no. conflicts and all that it resolves a lot of other stuff you know so no talking is a good thing i think you know no. um so I before I'd, uh, before Men Matter, you know, I was I was I was dealing with a few folk that would like 
be more than happy to like let a situation, no matter how petty, no matter how much a little they knew about it, go on for fucking years for the rest of our lives. And I think, and I look back and I go, at the time I should have went, that's fucking depressing as fuck. Why can't you just talk about it so we can just resolve it? It's not that big of a deal. You weren't even there, you know. It's but you know, it's it's. That was only about two or three years ago, you know, it's it's mental. And then I discover a place like the main matter, which is a bit of a difference, you know, so... I don't know, man. Mate, it's totally true, man. You see, I know I'm going to repeat this, right? But see if you don't... See if we don't talk. So I think... Do you know what I think, Andy? I think, I think it should be a good thing to actually forcefully put yourself out there to find something to talk about. And I'm not saying that there's not enough to talk about. What I'm saying to you is, is see if there's even just a slightest smidgen or something that's that maybe you, is bringing you back and make, maybe making you feel a bit more uh, depressed as such. Then I think if you get it out, even if it sounds bad, even if it sounds like I don't know, it's like when I when I when I first met you, mate, uh, and when I was because I was doing the Green Sunrise thing before I kind of joined Men Matter Scotland, and the Green Sunrise thing was all about changing how we feel and how we think and making ourselves look better people. And then I walked into Main Mark Scotland and I met yourself and it was like, you're a lovely guy, you're really, a really lovely guy. And when you're talking about, you've got that strange sense of humour. I, I picked up that straight away and I was like, nah, fucking hell, man, this guy is actually quite, this guy's off the charts. But then I started to yeah. realise, then I started to realise, no, hold on a minute, there's, there's more to you. There's a lot more to you. Uh, I've spoke I've spoke with you obviously privately as well and it's I'm getting to know you as a as a good a really good guy. And I think if we didn't have guy I think me and Mark Scotland just gives us that platform to open up and you're saying, see when it makes obviously you've got all these goals that you want to you want to kinda of do, it's like make to make yourself better. Then it's just, it's the best, it's the most perfect place to do it. Would you know say? Oh no, you totally you're totally right, Paul. because um, even before uh, e- a year before I joined Men Matter, um I don't think I told you this, but I have told Stephen this. When I started doing the Felton, because that was a whole year before I even heard the Men Matter even started then. I think it was probably just existing. It was probably just like born. <laughs> it was probably it was probably just past the embryonic stage, you know. Um yeah. uh, because this, because I, I basically started all, all making all that again. Because I've I've been a wee bit arty a little bit all my life, but that was the first time you know I put my foot down and really went for something and became kind of like a bit passionate about it. And um, because when I started doing that, like the first one, the first wee animals I created were like a polar bear and a panda, you know, and, and they're okay. I've still got them somewhere. They're still kicking about, but they're so pale in comparison to like the ones that always bring out, you know, like the wee sloth and the mouse and the giraffe and all that. They're quite good. The frog, they're good. They look, because art, in my opinion, should like, should first grab you by the eyes and it should pop out and, you know, it should be visually exciting. Um, that's always that's usually what I've always thought about art, you know. It should be visually rich for the eyes. It should be a visual treat for the eyes, you know. That should be at least one thing about art, you know. Um, 
but and that's what I'm saying about the new one. The the newer ones I created because most of those ones that I always show off, most of them I created during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know, and that's what I've learned for doing that. And that was that was the other point I was making there is, um, that was that was like the first time uh, I really put my foot down and wanted to become better at something, and. I, and I really believe I did. I really because one or two people have said that I became better at it, but I kind of, I kind of, my, my goal for that was like to like make it like kind of like you know like scale model miniature like the way like Wallace and Gromit is, except that's blasting obviously, and this is like wool and all that, you know. So, um, but that same scale. Like little figurines that you can move about, you know, animate and all that. That was kind of like what I was going for. But I was also going for a little bit of realism, you know, uh, that you could that you could still go, oh yeah, that definitely does a little like a mouse, or, you know, uh, an elephant, or you know, a sloth or whatever, you know. But still in still in an aesthetic, you know, um, a style. Because I, I know I'm going off on a mad tangent, but like if if you look at the Simpsons, for example. Or Family Guy, or um, or Disney, or whatever, probably. Uh, and, and and like, if you're watching an episode of The Simpsons, and like an elephant comes on, or the or a dog, or like a cat, you'll be like, oh, that looks that looks like a cat, but in that Simpsons style, even though it's no yellow, it's still got like um, the mad eyes that the Simpsons character has, or like the because mm-hmm. the Simpsons mouth has like that 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 overbite at the top, you know, so. Even the cat drawn in that style would have a the, the eyes and the bite and the mouth and all that. So um, that's what I've picked up for watching other stuff, you know. And uh, so, so when I make my own things, my own characters, animated characters, I go for realism, eye action, and also, um, you know, uh, what was it? What was the other one? I was going. I'm also going for the. Uh, uh, kind of like that aesthetic style that you could say, oh yeah, that definitely looks like Andy Scott's mad program, you know. So that that's 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 been my achievements for a while. That's my purposes. You need, stuff, yeah. Have you brought Have you brought any into the hub? Have I seen any? Yeah, yeah, I brought them. I, I brought I, I bring them in now and again. But I'll probably bring in them. I'll probably bring them in tomorrow if you want, but. Uh, uh, that, that wee Loch Ness monster that you, that you might have seen in there, that I made that for that place, you know, just as a wee thank you. Because I don't know if I explained that to you, but I've explained it to a few other folk. Um, so is it, so is it that, just figures? Yeah, is it just back to the hub? Is it just figures that you do? You do this art figures. What oh, else do you do? Is it? Is... Oh, and, oh, I think I know what you mean by that. No. Um, Usually, like before I create anything, I usually draw it out first, like kind of like more general. It's knowing that style. It's more like it, it actually kind of like looks more like an actual for- frog or like you know a rabbit or whatever you know. Or uh, so it's like more in a general style. So, but then I like when I'm actually making it physically, I put my own style onto it. You know, when I'm like like those little touches, like those little beads or like those little. You know, if I'm going to be pretty brutally honest, those wee touches to make it that little extra bit cute, you know, that's the yeah. only way I can describe it. So you get the Andy Scott touch? Hopefully, hopefully. 
I can only, I can only, I can only dream of that, you know. So if I've achieved that, if I've, because I've asked a few people and they say, oh, you know, they definitely have their own look or style to them. So I think I've achieved that, you know. But um, what I'm doing right now is just like more general stuff, you know. So I'm doing more drawing and, you know. So I'm not gonna lie, they've taken a bit of a backseat for the last month, few months, but. Um, which is not a bad thing, really. I thought it was bad for a while, but I'm I'm still focusing on art. But I'm like doing more general stuff. I'm just drawing, doing drawing, and uh, a bit of painting and all that stuff. But I'll probably I'll probably make a new one. I'll probably get back into Felton specifically quite soon, you know. So it's taking the backseat the new, but probably not for dead long. Andy, you also. Uh, I was play. I was trying to learn the guitar, right? Because obviously the. The, oh, not obviously, but one of the sessions that men matter run is the guitar sessions, right? So I've been in a couple of weeks and I've lost a couple of weeks and, and it's really kind of just starts halfway through, if you like, right? But I remember uh, on this one of the times I was in, the second time I was in, you come in and you can actually play the guitar, man. Yeah. You can play it. Well, I can play it a bit. I'm... I'm uh, um, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm all right at the guitar. Uh, I can play a few songs and that, but uh, because there was probably like a little period when I was probably about 12, and I don't know if I explained that to you, Paul, but that's when I was like taking lessons and that, so I was like playing quite religiously then. Uh, and when I was around about 10 to about 14, roughly around about there, I had there, the, obviously, that's a space of four years, and I had two guitar teachers. Because I had this one that was actually that I actually went to in Claybank, a guy from Portugal. Haven't seen him since two thousand seven, so God knows what's happened to him, you know. So that was quite a while ago. So uh, I, I don't know. It was so random because I went to his house and I kept on knocking because I was with my dad and he, I kept on knocking the door and he didn't answer. So I thought, you know, we just kind of like patched that. So eventually. Because I already like was speaking to one of my dad's old pals who also played guitar, and he lives in Mary Hill. And I thought, does he teach you? Why don't you just go to him? So I, 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 I he tutored me. He taught me for about a two years, or whatever. So uh, that was that. So I was there. For, I was, did you, I was did you, I've been doing it for about two so or three did, years now. Really. So did your dad set that up? He well, no. Uh, well, he probably bought my first guitar. Uh, and he, he set it up in the way that he'd because when I first took it up I would have probably been about 10 so I, I kind of really went to people asking can you teach me guitar to random blokes in their 20s and 30s or older so he, he set it up for me then he'd have got me the lessons and all that you know so he'd have done that Uh. And when the first teacher went away, he'd have set up the second one as well because he actually knew the second guitar teacher. He was kind of like a little bit pally with him. Uh, so mm-hmm. he did he did that. Um, but so uh, I just lost it. A- that was it. So that's why that's why a- I'm a little bit rusty than new whenever I play it in the hub. I'm a wee bit, I'm, I'm okay, but I used to be a lot better when I was a kid. You know, I could do a wee bit more. Well, I'm just starting, mate. I'm at the tender age of 41, and I'm just starting to try and work it out. 
So I don't think it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what age you are, but at least you've got that in you. You can pick it up and go, let's start again. But for me, right, see that playing the guitar, that must give you a good feeling about this is, this is kind of, I'm, I'm all about stuff that connects, right? Connects you, connects you to something else, right? And I think when you're doing that guitar, would that not connect you to your dad? In a way, and go, oh, man, this is me. Honestly, not at all. This is me, Canada. No, not not at all. What what connects me to my dad is when I'm doing the Felton. I really, right. really mean that. I um, yeah. as I don't think I told you, but I have told a few people in the hub what he did. Um, because so tell me, tell me what he did. I know. I'm sorry, sorry. I was just, I was just, uh, <laughs> just going uh and mm, and all that. But no, I'll tell you. Um, no, my my dad was a fly tire and a fisherman, because nearly every photo he was in, uh, growing up and all that, most of them were like him going out out in this lock or river or whatever fishing and. He, he, there's a good few number of photos with him, way like trout in his horns, you know, um, mm-hmm. and just trout in its own. So there's a lot of photos. Of this. So that's that's how much that kind of thing was to how much of that hobby was to his life. Uh, mm-hmm. But like the real the, the real similarities I've seen, and this is actually going this. I love I, lo- I love the fact that you answered this. Uh, asked me this, Paul, because it actually goes back to another thing which I didn't actually answer earlier on. Um, uh, I because because he was into the fishing, he tied flies, and in case you don't know, the the, the flies are like the, the kind of bait that you use for the to catch the fish with, and so he tied them right. Uh, and if you look it up, fly tying and all that, it's it's actually quite an art. I, I've never taken up, yep. but I've known a few people that have done it. Uh, so I don't know how dif- difficult it actually is to do. But the mm-hmm. way the way some of them looks with the feathers and the way it's tied and all that, they look really really pretty. I really mean that they look aesthetically really lovely, you know. Um, and that's no just I'm not just saying that for the other fish out there. I'm saying that for all the humans out there as well. <laughs> but um, no, it, I think there's a real art to it and a lot of people would agree with me because there's lots of videos. There's a few videos on YouTube that, but I, sorry, the way I feel connected to him there was because I, I was telling you about Lisa and all that. So about in 2018, when I was drinking in Oliver's, which is also right next to Men Matter, uh, I, I, I was like talking to the two women like a, a little bit, but the the younger one, Lisa, I was talking to her a little bit as well, but a little bit more. But it was it was just really random stuff. I was like, oh, blah, blah, hello, blah, blah. But one day I was in there, and I, I'm sure I've told you this story before as well. But now it's all recorded, so it's all you know in probably twenty nine fifty six when this will be like Dusty Duff and ro- robots are listening to this, you know, it'll be, it'll be for the history <laughs> books, you know. But um, what was I saying? Sorry. I, I, when, when I saw it, it was around about late 2018, roughly. Uh, it was one random day. I was back for college. I, I thought, I might as well go for a few jars and Oliver's, you know. This this was back when I was drinking, you know, uh, like mm-hmm. properly drinking, you know. Because yeah, yeah. one or two times I was drinking too much then, I've like, I still sometimes drink, but I can, I, 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 I know, I know when I'm like getting 
getting into a bad routine back, you know, when I'm like, when I get that weird drive to drink, you know, I, I can feel that slowly slipping around the corner. I'm like, I'm going, okay, rein it in for a week or two, but I'm going off topic again, you know, but. Um, I, so. 2018, I, I saw, I, and it was one day and they were saying about my hair and I was going, oh, it's my dad's, it was genetic and all that. And I was like showing them a photo and Lisa was like looking for the photo and, and, and she, then she looked at it and she was going, she said my dad's Peter Scott and I was going, holy shit, how do you know his name? And then they said next, like that, her family were next door neighbours to my dad and uh, when he lived in the drum, so all of them knew it. Stephen, Lisa and the mum knew my dad and all that and then she kept on bringing out photos of my dad and was going, Lisa, you're really good at the Photoshop or you've been stalking me all my life, you know? So, uh, <laughs> I, that, but like the thing was, and I've told Stephen this, and, and I and it took me like a year or two to actually come to the realization that this is the reason why I did that. But like the the first reason I I, I got into the film because I thought I thought like all the stuff that happens in Glasgow, and especially like scheme boozers, you know, like Oliver's and Peel and all all the other boozers and Knightswood and Yoker and Clay Bank and all that. I thought. All the stuff that happens in there is really funny, like taking gear and cunts, you know, you know, fighting over football and and getting <laughs> and drinking. All that. I thought that's hilarious. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna animate all those scenarios with cute wee animals. And I thought, yeah, I'm do that. <laughs> so so, I'm, I'm, so my, the basic idea was like having a wee panda, like a wee cute wee panda bear, having a wee line of gear. <laughs> And that's, you know, that's quite, I kid you not, that these are the thoughts that go through my head all the time. So, <coughs> so I thought, fuck, uh, why not? <laughs> and I've told that story oh to the noise of people, and you, they usually laugh. So I go, I'm doing something right. <laughs> ah, you need to do that, man. That would be, I mean, that would be class in itself. People would pay, yeah. pay to see that. Well, yeah, okay. But no, I sorry. This is the last thing I will say about that, and this will dovetail everything. So it's, it'll, everything will make sense after this. Uh, right, okay. The other reason I made that I wanted to do the Felton and all that is because because back back when I first knew Lisa and her mum, because both them work in Oliver's, and Maggie still does, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Because back then, because I was drinking quite a bit then, you know, I, I, as, as much as I'll say, like, a good few nights, and I, I'm not saying, like, one or two nights ever. I'm saying this happened a good few times where, like, I could easily neck down seven pints in one night. And, you know, and I, I look back on that and go, fuck's sake, man, you know. Uh, I'm not necessarily ashamed of it, but I'm like, it didn't really have to happen. But, like... At the same time, you know, I thought at the same, I think I've, I don't know if it's matured me, I don't know if life's matured me, but I think I've got a better view in life and a better physical kind of like, I, I can I can laugh at life a lot easier after that, you know. I don't, mm-hmm. before I took some stuff way too seriously, you know, so, and I don't, I, I don't know if I, I'm doing the right thing to do, but taking hardly anything seriously, you know, but but like because I was drinking lots more then, I thought I think somewhere in the back of my mind I was going, shit, 
they they knew my dad and, and my dad was kind of a respectable guy you know he he wasn't a really massive drinker you know and he was like kind of like a really quiet guy he his main drives in life were like fly tying fishing and all that and eventually because he had me about when he was 40 41 later on in his life me so those were like the three drives in his life you know uh so basically when i was when i was drinking back then i thought shit they've seen me drinking quite a bit to excess a good a good number of times i thought fuck i better rein it in so i think back somewhere in the back of mind i was going Right, okay, I've got that idea for animating wee animals. And I thought, you know, okay, I might as well. Uh, it might have just happened by accident, but one day I was in college and I was thinking about how to make realistic miniature animals and how to make them move realistically. And I thought, then for some mental reason, I discovered needle felt and, I, and I, then I looked at all the animals going, Jesus, they look so good. That's absolutely perfect. And then I actually looked, looked at tutorials on YouTube and all that. And I, I, and then I thought, fuck, that looks very feasible. Because before I was, like, thinking of using coat hangers and, like, bits of plastic to make the polar bears or whatever, you know, and thought, no, that felting needle woolly way is a lot better. And it looks a lot better anyway. So so I think, I think they were another reason for making them because... I don't know if I'd have continued the way I was, you know. I'd have just been in the same place I was, drinking fucking six or seven pints a night, you know. I don't know. But I don't know. Maybe they did give me more of a focus of what I I could do and what I had in me to do and, you know, utilising a skill that I didn't think I had. Though, technically, I probably did know I have that because technically... I feel connected to my dad in that way because he, he made stuff physically and that's exactly what I've ended up doing with my life. So well, I, that's how I feel connected to him because we're, we're quite similar to that in that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's my life story since about 2019. So, yeah. Right, so a couple, couple, couple of years in and we've got one new hit we... Uh, lockdown and COVID and all that stuff. How how do you think COVID's affected you? Like the f- I know. I'm also glad you asked that, Paul, because like the first six months, uh, I didn't think it affected me that much, and it it didn't actually, it didn't actually affect me for the first six, three or six months, you know, because I was like, oh, it's just the same as always, except you have to wear a mask everywhere, and so- only certain shops are open, and you know, a couple of rules here and there. So I thought, it's not that different. But but the reason I say it's no different is because in 2019, when I was first, because that summer was rotten weather and uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything anyway else and I was just about to do an art course after the summer. Uh, and w- because of that, because of the crap weather and all that, I thought, no, I'm just going to get my heat done and just make stuff during that summer. And that's exactly what I did. I made probably about five figurines during that summer in the space of about three months, roughly around about there. Five, maybe six figurines. So I was I was quite busy that summer. And I, rem- I do remember that summer distinctly, 2019, because there was like all the sunny, all the sunny days and there was quite a few I was out in those sunny days anyway in the town or wherever 
So I, I wasn't missing much, and it was raining a few times that summer, so I wasn't missing fuck all. So, um, so that's the reason I brought that wee story up is because uh, that that was my first taste of like constantly being in the house, kind of like yo, because I, I was literally that's the only thing I was doing, and like the only other thing I was doing was like either like in my shell time, I was like either playing my own game, like you know. Or like watching a movie, or just like chilling, you know. So, um, and all most of that was in the house. Occasionally, I'd go out for a drink, but or, or like do something else or whatever. But, uh, honestly, looking back on that now, some of the time there wasn't dead different from like the the first time in lockdown. You know, the first lockdown. So that's why the first. That's why I said the first three or six months were like nothing new to me. Because I was doing more or less that, making stuff in the house by myself, you know, hardly going out the house, just making stuff by my on my on my Todd, you know, you know. But the only difference was I kind of had to do it in twenty twenty, you know. But I was already doing the exact same thing in twenty nineteen. The only difference was now twenty twenty. I couldn't go and all these new words were creeping in, like social distancing and all that. So that was the only difference. Um, but no, in the last few months, I've kind of like lockdown started to creep up on me and like started to affect me. And especially like mm-hmm. recently, you know, because um, even though I'm, I'm, I've never really been good with relationships or like being good, like sometimes I've not been good talking to people, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. It's only it's only a skill that I've like bared with myself in the last couple of years, you know. Uh, but like, but the reason I'm on about that is like in the last few months, um, I've really just missed the way things used to be. Uh, just like really talk, being really talkative to people and like being really you know huggy and friendly to people because I really am like that, you know, because my dad was like that and. You know, because cause I already explained, I've been bullied quite a bit recently. recently. Uh, not recently, but mm-hmm. in my time uh, over the years, over the past 10 years or whatever. Uh, and I, I kid you not, one or two times, I, I, the only thing I've tried to even... I, this isn't even antagonising, but the, like, if some, like if some young one is like calling me all the names under the sun and doing this and that to me. The only thing I'm, I day back to them is say, sorry, sorry, you know, and, and be very, very friendly and, you know, um, so, so like I've, I'm used to not doing that kind of thing, but for long periods of time, but like, I'm, I'm also used to, but now and again, I still have before COVID and all that, I was still used to like having the occasional moment of really, Huggy, lovey, you know that stuff, you know, and being really friendly, you know, and no lockdown has hampered that quite a bit, you know, because um, I'm, I'm technically I, I'm very proud that I come through the drum, but like, like I like I like I like to believe that my unique uniqueness is like I'm the kind of guy that's like the most friendly guy that you'd meet in the drum, but like has got a mad obsession about like. Panda Panda Bear is doing Patsy Cleans and all that, you know. And he's you know, I've got I've got a totally bonkers sense of humor, so uh I, I suppose that's me, but 
that's the way lockdowns affected me in the last couple of months, I'd say. Not so much in the first lockdown, but the second one has, you know, the third or fourth or whatever we're in, you know, so, aye. Have you seen, have you seen a change in how other people are reacting to lockdown, as in, in, a, in a negative way? Have you seen anything like that? Uh, not really, not recently, I don't think, no. No. Uh, uh, I think being given the... So, we do sessions. We do sessions in Men Matters Scotland, right? And we do... And obviously, I've, I've got my own stuff going on and I try and keep myself busy. Is it anything... Is there any of the sessions that you like in particular? Uh, honestly, I came, I came to another realisation fairly recently is... The, the, I think the real reason I quite love Men Matter is because I, I, I kind of like tiptoed around it in this conversation once or twice already, but uh, the real reason I love it is because it, 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 it just it fits me quite well because I think one of the reasons I kind of get on with Peter, Gregor's dad quite a bit, is because he's kind of like me in, a, in some ways, you know, Cause I'm the kind of guy that would like that could like that's got it in me to drink like hell, like like you know drink six pints and go like you know saying was that ah, fuck, that's fucking nothing you know and like the next day I could draw like a really good analytical drawing of like whoever and it'd be like really and people would be going well that's pretty good Andrew you know so I want and and the thing about men matter is. You know, because because I used to hang about in boozers and drum chapel, I kind of know how to conduct myself in that kind of like blokey atmosphere, kind of like pub banter away. And you see, being out in the snooker mm-hmm. table in the main bit of men matter, that's kind of what it's like. But like the main difference between that mm-hmm. and an actual boozer is that you don't get that racist old guy that's had, that's had, that's it's only two o'clock and he's already on his fifth side of that day and he's going, "Oh, you fucking mm-hmm. Shaney's cunt," you know. I hate I hate saying that, but I've heard that no that long ago, like two or three years ago. Right. And boozers, you know. I really cringe when I think that it's fucking I'm like, it's twenty nineteen or was back then. And that shit's uh-huh. still going on, you know. It's like and and they're meaning it non ironically, you know, so that's why it makes me cringe a wee bit. But but it's but but that's what I love about men mark. It's got that good bit of that pub side, you know, that jokey not not taking anything too serious, you know, out for a laugh with the guys. So it's got that side of the pub atmosphere to it, and where you can, where we're also in a pub, you don't have to drink, but you can play snooker, or darts, whatever. So it's it's good. It's it's got it captures that side of the pub side as well, but it also captures the other side of me working like day drawing with Salvino and all that. So honestly, that's why I love men, Mark. So because it captures two sides of me. Perfectly. So literally in yeah. one room, I could be like doing drawings of anal- anal- analytical, analytically correct built architecture of of the Venice in Italy and all that. You know, I could be doing, and it'd absolutely be stunning. And then I could be like doing, then I could be like, I could finish that class and like five minutes later, I could be like playing a game of snooker and be like going, oh, fuck you, you cunt, you know, and be like saying, and Kunz would be sh- accusing me of shagging about and be like saying, shut up, steady the muff, man, steady the muff, you know? <laughs> oh, my God, man. 
Yeah, I, I love. I mean, I just love the fucking words that came out of your head. You do not care. <laughs> I, I like that. I, I like that. <laughs> you just do not care, man. You come out. You come out with the, the most random things sometimes. Why? Why? Why do you think you're so fucking random? Bananas. Is it jovialness? <laughs> Harry Fanny. <laughs> it's like it's like a sketch show. It's like something you you're running your own sketch show. It's like you're just constantly running sketch shows and just doing crazy yeah, stuff. That's a pretty good description. Bamboo. Yeah. You just bam- bamboozle. I think you come in. I think you actually look to bamboozle people just to see what their reaction is. <laughs> that's probably right. I don't even know if that's the real reason <laughs> I do it. You know. But I, I don't know. I, I, I hate, I hate, I hate doing the the old fucking poor me and all that. But I, I, I don't know. Uh. But I think, I think my life there has been a few genuine hard times because I came to the realization mm-hmm. a while ago as well that. Some of my life has been genuinely hard, but some of it's been not as bad as I've made it out to be or thought it was, or just not as bad as it could could have been. It could have been a lot worse or whatever, you know? Because uh, only about four years ago, I wouldn't have been that philosophical or this philosophical, philosophical uh, I'm being the new. Um, so uh, I... So, uh, but but like the, those hard times I've been through in the past, because you know even 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 like mental health coaching would be like yeah no that was quite you know traumatic the way it happened and that was probably quite hard for you and day blah blah blah. Um, I, I, mm-hmm. I, honestly, I, I I genuinely believe. I've gotten by one or two of those moments through humour. I really sincerely believe yep. that. Yep, definitely. So, you need you need humour, man. If you don't if you don't have humour, then you can you're you can be losing. You can be taking on a losing battle I, no, if you don't take the humour. My dad in. was quite a funny guy, and uh, Stephen could probably testify that. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. They'd be like, ah, he was a funny guy, you know. So that also is a wee bit genetic, but I think it's it's tripled for me just because I've had a different life. And also, um, I've just, when times have went down for me, I thought, I'm going to use humour to ease the pain, you know. Uh, And that's exactly what I've done, but I don't know. I think I'm in humour mode all the time now, but I've met people that, you know, I've, I've said confidently and with such conviction that, you know, a day without laughter is a day wasted and, you know, every day should be filled with laughter and all that stuff. And I kind of, I kind of, I, I do kind of see where they're coming from and I do kind of agree as well, you know, because um, not every day has to be productive, but, you know, every day should have something to it, you know. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, even if it's like definitely. a bit of pattern, Which, you know, even if it's a little something happening, you know, every day should be like that, you know, filled with a wee bit of laughter. What's, what, what's your five? Give me, give me the next five years. Where do you see yourself being? 
What do you say, see yourself doing? Uh, honestly, um, I, pr- I probably think what like the next year or two or the the very distant future will be, you know, but uh, lockdown's made me lose a wee bit of confidence in that because I, I don't know, honestly, sometimes I don't know whether I'm coming and going or whatever, but um, no, my goals since 2019 haven't changed dramatically, but they've became a bit more laser focused. They've become like really more specifically focused uh, since then, because I'd made a general idea of what I wanted to do then, and it's basically the same thing, but but it's nearly two years later. And you see, if it wasn't for COVID, people would be like, would be probably saying to me, "What the fuck are you doing, Andy? You know, you're, you're wasting a lot of time." But that's that's hampered a lot of things for a lot of people, and especially me. But it's it's only it's it's, it's, it's only slowed it. It's not it's not destroyed my dreams. It's only slowed them down. So in a way, it's a little bit bad, but it's not too bad, you know. So, so what's your dreams? Tell me. Um, just to, just to make those wee figurines move. Uh, you know, get 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 the thought get get because I believe nearly everybody in this planet has unique thoughts. Like I think some people uh, don't. Maybe a few folk don't, or like. But I, th- I think some people at least have one unique thought at least once in their life. But I think I've had a you know a few over the years. Maybe not as many as I think, but I think I've had a few, you know, when nobody else has thought like that. So my thinking is that kind of like thinking, basically get that done in film, you know, in film. So, but at the same time, also what I was telling you earlier on with the idea of, you know, Panda Bears and Patsies, you know, get that filmed as well. So, but but with, with the, the unique ideas as well, and put lots of other elements on it, so it's like more interesting, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I can just picture a panda. Uh, your felt panda bears doing patches. I, I I that's that's the game I always play with them. <laughs> Oh my god, man! That is absolutely <laughs> that's off the scale, yeah. man. So the couple of panda bears doing pat doing patsies and drinking tennis. Yeah, because even even myself has like wondered, thinking, what's the real point in doing that? You know, and I'm thinking, you know, and I'm why and I'm not? going like, why do people find that funny? And I'm going, and and it's like the thing is. You know why not do that stuff for actual actors? Because technically, in in a in a small way, it's it's probably it might be just as good to date with actors because the the facial expressions would already be there with it with human actors. So you you'd have to worry less about you know acting expressions and all that. But like the thing is, I've I've thought about this as well, and put like wee CGI mouse or like CGI faces on the actual characters, or something similar. That that's always been my train of thought for about a year or two now. When I do actually eventually make the move, because 
I'm at least going to have at least at one or two goes at it, you know, like a wee 10-minute film or something. I'm going to at least have a go at it in the next year or two or whatever, you know, because I've always thought to myself, you know, I didn't think it would be, even though it's I've had this idea since 2019, I didn't think I'd have an, a, a thing out by 2020, but I thought this would be my year to have something out or next year or something, and that's kind of like my thing. Um, but, like, the reason I think that's funny is because... Uh, the whole idea, the whole idea of just being in the boozer and just talk, you know, couldn't stake in gear. I just think that's funny. I think a lot of people just find that funny, you know. But I think, <laughs> I think the the other reason it's funny is because you wouldn't expect really, really cute animals doing it. And I think, and also, and also, <laughs> I think the other difference between that doing it with them, like doing it with those like cute wee figurine <laughs> animals, and compare compare that with like actual human actors. Human actors have the expressions, but like the the wee cute animal animal figures would have like the eye appeal because they're cute. So they've got like it, it, that's the joke, you know. It's it's like I would love to see yeah. this man. I would love to see that. Uh, do you know what you should do? You should do it side by side. Now, like you got those those uh, two of them at the exact same time, but one of them is like the animal figures, and then one is with the actuals. And do them I at the same time. About that. I, I'm not too sure. Uh, <laughs> but you know, you get these songs. You get these songs where they play they're on the videos, right? And they'll do like maybe they're doing half and half, and it's like I don't. I see. I see this somewhere, right? They were doing half and half, and it was. I think similar prop, and then just a tie up prop, but they're doing well. That's what. Hopefully, that's what the, the bear pan. I don't know how I know all those words would be. <laughs> so the so the panda bears would be doing. Oh uh, no, it's alright. It's, it's okay, Paula. I only smoke DMT. <laughs> oh, I tell about this DMT. So, uh, are you going? Are we going to smoke some of this DMT, man? If you've got it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get honestly, man, because it's only going to be a ten minute hit. Really? Right? Ah, okay. Is that, what, is that that's what this? It's like ten minute right. hit, right? But it's like. It's like it takes you off. Uh, I mean, it's a bit like your conversations I have mm. have with you. They take you off the charts, man. Yeah. It's like they take you in a different fucking a different dimension. So maybe well, we should it'd be do interesting that. to see how I'd be on fucking DMT because I'm already <laughs> half the fucking not anyway. So <laughs> no. Um, the only think... thing I'll say about that is uh, uh, the 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 probably the worst thing I've ever taken. Uh, I hope I'm allowed to say this. I don't know uh, what what. So I, what so I, no, I didn't know whether like specific drugs were okay. No, say on this podcast or you're like right. me saying it. I actually have taken that or this, you know, and it's all, and it's all recorded, you know. <laughs> um, no, when no, I was I about like seventeen, uh, I was hanging about town, uh, set central, you know, where all the goths are. I was doing that for about a year. Uh-huh. Um, and back then, this was this is going back back about ten years. And back then, it's looking back at it, it's so crazy. I think it was so easily accessible. But there's there's a lot of stories about this and how dangerous it was. But it was it was mental. But like the thing is, because I was hanging about, and during the day, I swear to God, it was during the day this this kind of shit happened. That there'd be just like this bunch of random guys, about ten of us, and and you know, one or two of us would say, 
All right, and he couldn't go to fucking 10 or 20. You know, I'm going to get fucking annihilation for that fucking shop. I swear to God, this shop did legal highs. And have you ever smoked it? It's, it's <laughs> kind of like a joint, but I, I don't know, man. It was like, it was, it was, because I'm not going to lie, most of us have probably smoked a joint, like a normal grass joint, hack joint, fucking whatever. But, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah. this was totally. I don't know if it was because I was so young at the time, but this was very different because you you were like totally out of the game for at least an hour or two, and it, 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 I don't know. It felt it felt like if you felt fucking awful because you, you you felt like your brain was like shut down and you're like totally out of the game for like an hour, and like when people are like going, <laughs> you know, going, now he's out the game, you know, you know, you just you just want to go, <laughs> no. Fuck off! Just let me fucking get back to normal in about an hour's time. That's really honest to God what it was like, and it was fucking awful. And I don't know why the fuck I did that to myself at seventeen. But I annihilation, a legal high. That's the worst thing I took. Uh, and I was fuck. And I don't know how the fuck I've ended up so normal. Actually, I'm no normal, so that that probably explains everything. No, what's this? It's made you open. To being yourself. Well, if, if annihilation is maybe we, we, we will not condone it. No, I, I, won't. <laughs> I, I won't. still speak to a few guys that I, I actually smoked it with. Uh, so all the stories I've told you are absolutely true. Uh, and they'd probably say the same stuff like, oh, it made you turn into a zombie and all that, you know, and shit. And, you know, it, yeah, it was fucking mental. It was, well, there's plenty. There's plenty of zombies kicking about, Andy. Oh, certainly in Glasgow. You know I mean, mate? Yeah. Certainly in Glasgow. So, <laughs> like, me, I love, I love that. I've loved this conversation. That's been fifty-two minutes. Going on fifty. I know. I'm minutes, letting. Man. I mean, uh, that's brilliant. No, thank I'm you for coming. I know the women the way I go on. Thank you for. <laughs> Oh, yeah, hold on. So let's talk about your relationship right, with Isa. <laughs> now, Isa, uh, Isa is like, Isa's, Isa's your woman. you got to admit this, right, Isa's your woman. <laughs> so and can can you explain to the listeners who Isa is? Isa for still game. Um, poke nose, gab shape for Craig Lang. <laughs> uh, she, she's had, she's had yes. a few affairs with uh, Winston and... Navid for uh, Harid's general store, and you know she gives she gives she gives she gives she gives it as good as she gets. You know she gives pelts to Jack and Victor and Obi and all that. What did she? What did yeah. she give? She gives what? She gives good what? She gives pelts and all that. You know. Uh, <laughs> she gives pelts. Uh, well, she gives we're, it we're, as good as she gets. You know. <laughs> You you need to get that t-shirt. I've pumped Isa. You need to get it. I've pumped it. <laughs> I've pumped Isa. Andy. Andy James Scott. Would you use your full title for that? Andy James you know Scott. I pumped Isa. Because it comes well, up on the... Does, it comes I, up I, on the thing, on the screen, um, mate. Um, I, the game... Do you use that, James? Do you use a James? Much? No, but it's 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 really actually nice, and it's 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 
it's I like no, it. it's, it's no just random. It's 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 kind of sad the, the, where the name comes from, but it's it's kind. Of, I mean, if I didn't get that name, you know, it'd be kind of pointless in a way. But um, no, my both my granddad's my dad's dad and my mum's dad both passed away based literally more or less at the same time. It was both early sixties. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like months apart for both of them. I that's but but the thing was both of them yeah. were called James. Uh and because both I didn't meet any of them and you know, they were they were both did before like thirty years before I was born anyway. Early sixties because I was born in eighty four. Mm-hmm. So I they'd have probably be, oh, it would probably been sixty three, sixty four they'd uh, passed away. So um so thirty years. I so that's what I was named after. So that's where the James comes from. Nice, very nice. Well, I've uh, yes, Andy. I will see you tomorrow anyway. I will see yeah, you tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, but nice, better not stay on too much longer in case you get a migraine for me talking too much. You know. No, no, no. It goes well doing it. Well, you can only uh, do it on this. Let an old woman, yeah. you know. Thank you. Well, that's that's yes. the eyes are in you. Yeah. Not I mean, mate. I I like that part of you, Andy. I, I think it's brilliant. Obviously, we didn't have the the kind of Zoom Zoom talk. We usually do a Zoom talk on a Sunday night, didn't we, mate? But tonight it didn't really go down with the main Mark Scott. But uh, that's not to say it'll not happen again. So you'll be in this week. I will see you uh, this week. Have you got any plans this uh, week coming? No, just just the usual. Just try and get involved with the hub as much as I can. I'm not gonna lie. That's why the last few days have been a wee bit weird. Because obviously the goal was on Friday, but I couldn't go because it was only like specific people that could have got when. Because I think uh-huh. I think one or two people that went on the the the, the, the Friday before that was were there as well, but I think they went on their own accord because that's mm-hmm. why they were there. And all the others that were like going there twice yeah. on the trot were were staff. So and so the, like the other five yeah. or ten people that were there were all news. All, all the people, all the newbies, like that hadn't been the week before, so they were allowed to go because of COVID, you know. Um, but no, I don't know. I'm, no, it's just, it was good. No, it was good. I'm, I'm sure it was bollo- the, the the bollocks, and it was absolutely dynamite. Because uh, the the day I went was really good. Rob Roy's cave, it was it was mental. I, I, I was I was so close to actually dying because I was like, why we slip and I'd be like, God, I'm gonna fall off the cliff. But I, I, that's been through my uh-huh. mind once or twice. But I felt good whilst doing it, and I felt smashing after doing it as well. So, but uh, I, it was a surreal feeling, you know. It's, I think I think the feeling I got for that was the absolute right feeling that you should get for that, you know. So. That we that we adrenaline. I've been so close to yeah. you know being really you know being in that kind of danger position, but like feeling smashing afterwards, you know, and feeling smashing at the same time, you know, can of work. Right, mate. I love you for coming on, mate. Yeah, thank you thank very you much for inviting me on. Yeah, thank you for, for listening nice. to me talking pish for an hour. You know, no, mate, no. It's no push, man. I love. I just love everything about you. I think I love everything you do, man. Ah, you, you get some people who's not that for talking nonsense, but that's part of who you are, and you yeah. can deal with that shit. Uh, you're, part, you're part of main matter, and uh, you're almost 
just look at the fucking furniture, let's be honest. I take in like Man Matter for, for reasons I've already explained because it captures base size of me, but uh, one or two people in that actually go in there are the exact same way because they capture like one person, I won't say names, but one person could capture one person no, could capture like my slightly, if you don't mind me saying, geeky kind of like soft side to me and other people would capture like the side of me that's kind of like used to hanging about boozers, you know, with that pub atmosphere, that pub patter, banter, you know, like, so so yeah. that's what I love about Men Matter. So uh, it, it captures like a lot of sides to me and that's why I love it, you know, and the people are the same. Yep. Yep, they're good people. No, they are. No, they are. I really do mean that. You, you want... No, they are, like you said, they're, they're just like brothers, aren't they, man? They're just like brothers. So it's good. It's good to know. And they've always got her back, so it's always a good place to go. So for people that don't know about Mars Scotland, it's, it's easily accessible. To, but like, well, that's another podcast about the accessibility of Mars Scotland. I want to say thank you again, mate, for coming Absolutely on this podcast, and uh, I look forward to you on the week, mate. I will see you tomorrow. Right. But I'm I'm just gonna chill and smoke some DMT and do my do the drawing now. Yeah, that's that's my plans for the rest of it. So that's what I'm doing. Man, enjoy. Enjoy the, enjoy the DMT and enjoy making those panda bears uh, doing patsies, but not yeah. just normal patsies, proper uh, patsies. 50-50. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> Kinsel cake. Oh, that uh, that, that's that's where the mouse is, the mouse and slaughter on the council pish. <laughs> but the panda bear is on the, is no, on the proper patsies. He's patsy. on the edibles. <laughs> Wait, wait. The giraffes and the giraffes on the good night. You know, the fucking... Anyway, this conversation is going fucking ballistic. Yeah, I think we've said everything. Oh, we'll definitely see them more. Lee, Paul. I was. No, call me Leo. You want the the conversation's been ballistic, so it's good to have. It's good to have that. Something Facebook called Lee. I think it's. I think it's Lee Tr. I don't know if it is. I'm. I'm a bit of but somebody called Lee's message. I'm just a bit of shit. One of the boys. Right. Okay. Right, we'll go and do that, buddy. Have a good night. Are you too? See, see, see you tomorrow. So, I, I talk all night, but I, I want to get back see, to my job. So, can I chat? I'll see you tomorrow, Paul, and smash and speak. Smash and being part of your podcast Enjoy. and all. Cheers, I'll see you Thank tomorrow, Thank you very Paul. much. The pleasure's all mine. I don't know how to end this, so I'm, I'm probably just going to like... It's all right. We'll just... I'll just... I'll just... I'll just, I'll just, I'll just randomly end it. Right, right, mate. Have a good one. Cool. Beep.